it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. All right, everyone. I'm here with another friend. And uh, just like the other friends that I've recorded with, this is honest to God friend. (laughs) Not just making this up as I know this woman and we've talked and all this. So I'm here with Tishley and I have some amazing conversations with her not being recorded just in everyday life. And I'm looking forward to bringing her amazingness and her positivity to you guys today. And especially in this topic, usually I have everybody do like their own bio, which I am going to have to should do, but I do want to talk on her bio because this is just going to lead into exactly how this conversation is going to go. So if you're not going to be in for it, you can probably, I want you to know, just get out now. Um, <laughs> so for her bio, you know, she's got her nice little, little bio, which I love. It's awesome. You know, that you encourage women of all sizes to take up space confidently and comfortably with no apology. But I prefer to go with your second bio part <laughs> that you said, I'm just a fat chick living my best fucking life. And hello, if you are not going to be in for this conversation, you just tuned out. So, <laughs> but this is the way this conversation is going to go. And it's going to be a super fun ride. And I am so looking forward to talking with you, Tish, about your hard niche and just, I'm just going to leave it at that. Tish Lee, would you please tell my listeners a little, whatever you want them to know about you? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you, Val, so much for having me. I'm excited to be back again to chat with you. Yeah, it's been a And while. yes, I love that we are like in real life friends. I've actually gotten to hug you. So that's awesome. Yes. But Yeah. In a nutshell, I am a lifestyle blogger and podcaster over at shiningself.com. And the one thing that I love is being a lifestyle blogger and stuff gives me the freedom to talk about basically whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Yeah. But one of my main topics and like the biggest passion and call it a mission, I guess, that I have is just inspiring and encouraging women of all sizes to take up space just as they are confidently, but most of all, unapologetically. I lived way too much of my life living on the sidelines because I let my weight hold me back because that's what society taught me to do, that being a bigger person was not okay. So I'm out to just encourage and I get so excited like talking about this topic. <laughs> yeah. And and I love it too that you're doing all sizes because big, small supermodels, non-supermodels, we're all fucked up in the head. Yes. Every single one of us, thanks to media (laughs) and generations, we're all screwed up. Absolutely. And like, sometimes I struggle with that a little bit because as a fat woman, like I try to you know, my mission is women of all sizes, but I know that sometimes like my content comes across more for like the plus size woman just because, you know, that's where I'm at. Yeah. But yeah, it really is. If I can touch, you know, even one woman, if she's in a thin body 
and not okay with her body and my messaging like changes her perspective, then everything I do is worth it. (laughs) And that's one of the things I love about how you do body positivity. You are truly body positivity. You're not skinny shaming. You're not fat shaming. You're not any of that. It's like, love what you're in. Yes. And it's so interesting that we are having this conversation today, Val, because I shared a very vulnerable post over on TikTok and Instagram a couple weeks ago. Uh And I said that I had been feeling like a hypocrite because here I am always like, you know, encouraging and my content is always about, you know, accept the body that you're in and love your body as it is. And for several months, I have just been struggling with like every time I look in the mirror, I'm just so like disgusted by what I see. And like the response I got from that was so freaking amazing. And it just reminded me that just because I have accepted my body and love my body does not mean that I don't have those times where I hate my body. And I know that sounds like so contradictory, but I don't think that, and I'm obviously just speaking for myself, but I don't think that I will ever like be in a place where every single day I love my body. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, well, I've never been this fat or unhealthy before. So I go through those days because I listen to my friend Tish. And when I'm feeling bad about myself, Tish is in my head telling me, buy the fucking clothes. They're cute. (laughs) You don't know how many times you go shopping with me. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. (laughs) But I, I go through days like today. I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling comfortable today. I've got like a little bit of a glow because we've had some sunshine finally up here in Pacific Northwest. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm comfortable. But there's still more days where I'm really pissed off at myself because there are still things that I can't do anymore at this time, at this weight at this health. And I have to remind myself that it's okay. It's just right now that, and I can change if I want to or not, obviously I'm not, but, (laughs) (laughs) but the being in my head that it's not, not every day is going to be a hundred percent. Yes. So I, you know, going through this And I think a lot of it for me too right now is I'm 47 and I just recently was able to admit that I have an eating disorder. So I started in therapy for my eating disorder. So I think a lot of like what I'm going through right now is because of everything that like we're unpacking in therapy, but it's even like affected like intimacy with my man Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is like times he is just like wanting to like touch me and I'm like yeah gross just don't even touch me and then I was in this weird mental space the other day and I was just like it was one of those days again where I was like oh my gosh my stomach is so gross my you know my bat wings which I lovingly refer to as my flabby arms (laughs) you know I was just like oh it's so gross it's so disgusting and he's like you are so sexy And I just like, I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I don't understand that. And he's like, you're just so beautiful. And I just like love your body and think, you know, it's so perfect. And I was just like, oh, 
like I'm so thankful that I have a man that has loved me unconditionally, regardless of, you know, the size of my body. But then there's just like times that I'm like, I don't understand how if I can't look at myself and yeah. like be like, oh, that's so sexy. Like, how could he look at that and be like, oh, that's sexy. Right. But isn't it? It's so weird because then there'll be other days and like I'll be get out of the shower and I'll be OK in front of the mirror dancing to Lizzo. You know, it's like, <laughs> why? Why all of a sudden then on another day? I mean, mindset. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, why don't we give ourselves permission to just be, it's okay if I don't feel good about it today. Because I can remember back high school, right out of high school, you know, I got pregnant at 21 and a three quarters or whatever it was. So I, my body changed a lot pretty quickly after high school. But I can remember back in the day, I was fit, fit, and I still had a pooch. Right. And even then, you know, of course, that's the thing that I was looking at, right? It's like, ugh. Or I wish my boobs were bigger or, you know, whatever. It was like all sorts of things, even when I was super fit. And Val, I love that you mentioned that because that is also one of the things that like I'm trying to be more aware of in the messaging and the content that I put out there because several months ago, there was something that I had posted on TikTok and so there's a fat spectrum. There's like small fats, medium fats, and then like large fats or something. I don't know the exact terminology exactly. So something that I had posted, she called herself like a small fat. And she said, you know, something about, I think you people that are in the bigger, like bigger bodies on the, the bigger end of the fat spectrum, I think that you still forget that just because I'm smaller than you, I am still, you know, plus size and I still also have issues. And that was just like a really good reminder that, yeah, it does not matter what size of body a woman is in. We all have mental issues about our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Hopefully sometime that generational thing will quit, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you can help with that revolution. But speaking of TikTok, I did want to talk about you're in a crazy niche. Yes. Like you are in a, a niche that, like I was saying before, you have to have a suit of armor on to deal with all of the trolls and the assholes. But then you can't have that armor on because you have to be vulnerable and and these well, you're talking to women, these women really need you in your stories. Yes. So I have dealt with comments about my body my entire life since I was a little girl. So this is nothing new for me. But when you come online and you put yourself out there the way that I do, you know, showing my body as a fat woman, oh my gosh, the trolls have been horrendous. And I feel like it's because when people hide behind a computer screen, they think that it gives them like permission to be a thousand times meaner than they would like in real life. Yeah. But I, I went through like people were telling me you should die because you're so disgusting and just like horrible. Yeah. I would never dream of saying something like that to somebody and it really shook me to the core. I like literally retreated back and away from social media for several months. And I just could not, like you said, it's, it's so hard because I want to be there for my community and these women that need me. 
But when you are being attacked like that just for living your fucking life and taking up space as you are, like, it's so hard. And when I finally, like, got over that, well, I'm not going to be on social media and went back, like, the support that I got from my community was so amazing. And now what I tried to do is anytime, so I never engage with those trolls ever. They literally are deleted and blocked Mm -hmm. or their comments deleted and their profile is blocked. Yeah. And there's other people that take a completely different approach. They call out their trolls and like snap back at them. And that's just not how I choose to do it. But Mm -hmm. so like now, whenever a troll comes at me, I try to remind myself, don't focus on that hater because one They're 99% of the time fake accounts. And when I say fake accounts, I mean the accounts that like don't have a real picture. They have no content. So you literally know it's just somebody sitting behind a computer screen and they have nothing better to do than sit and hate on people. Yeah. But I just try so hard to remind myself, don't let it get to you because what they're saying has nothing to do with me personally. It's about something that they're feeling or something that is going on in their life. But more importantly, I remind myself of all the women in my community that tell me how much they need me and to just see like a woman in a bigger body taking up space without apologizing. But it is really freaking hard. (laughs) It sucks that like we can have all of these women that we're helping and it just takes that one person to be such a dick. And I say dick because they usually are guys that I notice, (laughs) or at least guy accounts. Like we said, we don't know who's behind the computer. And it's so, it it is frustrating. I know I get frustrated as well when those, when those hater comments will come out. It's like, then I'm frustrated with myself. It's like, why am I letting them win? Yes. Because I am one of those ones that argues (laughs) and I'm learning not to do that because all I'm doing is giving them power. And the only one that's getting upset is me. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not really good at it right now. I'm still in process, but, <laughs> but I am, I am that lash out girl of, ah, fuck you then, you know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I have definitely had my little lash out moments and then I'm like, okay, what was the point of that? Because yeah. it literally just fueled the fire and they came back like a thousand times worse than they already yeah. were. And like you said, you're the only one that gets upset. I was the only one that was upset. They didn't give a shit. They didn't care that I was, you know, upset and mad at them. They probably were on the other side of their computer screen laughing that I was engaging with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're because they're winning, and I I know that reminding myself that I am way more important than they are, and my mindset is way more important, is helping me not engage. Yeah. And putting my one of those putting yourself first kind of things. It's like, no, you can just go away. Yes. So I wanted to, I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, but I wanted to share something that recently happened. And again, this is not the first time somebody in like in person has commented on my weight, but the fiance and I were in Montana in June for a vacation with my family. And we love hiking here at home. So this, you know, hiking is not something new for us. The thing was in Montana, the elevation is ridiculous. Like 
you know, Val, you know, here on the Pacific Northwest, we are not at like a high, ele- at least my area is no. not at a high elevation. Well, we so, think it's high, but no, we're, it's not yeah. <laughs> compared to the rest of the country. <laughs> so literally just being in Montana, we were at like 5,000 and some feet elevation. So not even hiking, like just being there, I noticed that like breathing was a little different because I'm yeah. not used to elevation. So anyways, we did some research and because of the elevation, we knew that the hike we wanted to do, we wanted one that was considered easy. So the one that we found, everybody's like, oh, such an easy hike. You know, it's only 1.4 miles in and out and you get to see this spectacular waterfall. And I was like, oh, this is going to be perfect. Well, nobody mentioned that it was all uphill, literally from the time you park your car and get out to start the hike, you are already like moving uphill. So it wasn't even, I'm guessing we probably hadn't even been hiking for five minutes and I had to step off the path to get out of the way of people because I needed to take a breather. Yeah. And there was this woman and man that came down and there was like a group behind them. I don't know if they were all together. It doesn't matter. So the fiance and I were off to the side and there was three other women off to the side who were taking a rest also. Well, this woman that was coming down the hike, she singled me out because I was fat. And she said to me, I was about your weight last summer and this hike about killed me. And then she's yammering on and she's like, you know, you should probably quit and go back and come back when you're healthier. And I was... (sighs) I don't even know why I was shocked because like I said, this is not the first time I get fat shamed or body shamed all the fucking time. Like it's so ridiculous. And then I said nothing, absolutely nothing to her. So we, you know, do the hike, we get up to the, the waterfall and this was so immature, but this is exactly what I needed at the moment. I am like, you know, standing kind of like under this waterfall. And I just raised my arms and I was like, fuck you. (laughs) You know, she wasn't even there to hear me say that, but it was just that, like, I needed that moment of being that immature, you know, to just do that. So the reason that I wanted to share that was because I was beating myself up for weeks about the fact that I did not stand up for myself and say something to her. And just this week when I met with my therapist, you know, we were talking about it because I was crying and I'm Mm -hmm. like, I am so freaking sick of the fact that I just can't do things that I like in a big body because people just attack me for it. And I said, I'm so tired and it's so exhausting. And she's like, so why have you been beating yourself up about the fact that you didn't say anything? And I'm like, because I have to freaking defend myself for taking up space as a big woman. And she's like, no, you don't. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I do. And she was like, honey, no, you don't. And I was like, oh, yes, I do. So, you know, we were going back and forth and it just it like it dawned on me because something else she said, she's like, somebody says something like that to you. You don't ever have to engage back with them and say anything. And I just like. Like, I'm still actually struggling with that a little bit because I'm like, but I do need to stand up for myself and I do need to say something. But she's so right. I don't have to defend myself for being fat and out and hiking and doing something that I love. Right. And and doing exactly what the trolls say you don't do. Exactly. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Here you are out hiking, doing something healthy and, and you're getting shit for it. 
Yep. <laughs> it it is mind blowing to me that you because I, I I remember I was pissed off when I when I read that story because you posted it on your social media yes. and I was all pissed <laughs> off and ready to go to Montana and beat somebody's ass. Because <laughs> it's like who thinks that and I and I know where you're coming from of not making the comment because it's like they I I would feel the same way that they need to understand that that was not okay. Yeah. And so like my whole thing is, and I think I'm just super aware of it because of my messaging and what I do now, but I used to comment, like if somebody had lost weight, I would comment, oh my gosh, you look so great. I can tell that you've lost weight. And for the most part, people think, you know, commenting on somebody losing weight is a positive, but because of like going through like my eating disorder therapy and stuff, like I realized that there's no reason to comment on anybody's body, even if they've lost weight, because that's not always a positive thing. Right. I think back to when I was very actively, and I'm talking years ago when I was way thinner. And so my eating disorder is binging and purging or also known as bulimia. And when I was very active in that and doing all that plus excessive exercising to, you know, lose the weight and keep the weight off, like when people would comment on the weight loss, like 99% of them did not know that I was in a very active eating disorder and had really fucked up (laughs) issues with food. And then, so I'm just super aware about the fact that there's no need to comment on anybody's body. If you want to make a comment, why not comment on like their hair, the outfit they're wearing, you know, their shoes or their purse or something. Mm -hmm. They're just, there honestly is no reason to ever comment on somebody's body. Mm -hmm. No. And, and as you've been bringing that messaging out more, it, it did, it clicked in my head. It's like, we think we're doing it as a, like a positive incentive kind of thing of, you know, keep it up. You're doing good. But especially, I mean, especially now getting older, it's like, we don't know if somebody's yes. like really sick. Yep. What if their weight, what if the 20 pounds they lost because they're really, really sick. And now we've just like put shit in their head of, yep, great. So now I'm getting known for, <laughs> for having a better body and I'm, you know, on death's bed or whatever. It's like, yeah, it really did make me think it's like, oh, that's, it's not a positive. Yep. It's not encouraging. And it like it's so like I laugh as I'm talking about this because it's such a simple concept. Just don't comment on people's bodies. Yeah. But it's like, why? Why don't people understand that? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just I don't understand. Yeah, I don't think we will. I think it's just because we grew up with it being such a thing. Yes. That I, I hope hopefully we'll just start getting it out of the generations. I hope. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> I know, me neither. Cause yeah, I I mean, I, I've got my 20, almost 27 year old daughter, and I know, you know, it's kind of the same issues. I really work at not making comments positive or negative. Right. You know, because I don't know what'll be positive or negative, right? Yep. I only know how I mean it, but that's never not necessarily how it's going to be taken in. Exactly. So being in the positivity, body positivity, and being in such a a tough mental niche with social media. I know you talked a little bit about not engaging with them, but it takes a a lot of guts to put yourself out there knowing that the potential for these nasty people is out there even more. I mean, even in your blog posts, your 
your podcast. Yes. So, and I kind of touched on this a little bit too. I try to remind myself that even if I just help one woman by putting myself out there and showing up just as I am and trying to, you know, show other women that it's okay to be in a bigger body and it's okay to just take up space as we are. If just one woman, you know, is helped because of that, then that's why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are, I mean, there's times, Val, when I, I mean, I will literally cry from these stupid, idiotic, freaking trolls that, like I said, they're fake profiles 99% of the time. And I have like sat and cried because of shit that has been said to me. Yeah. But I just, I keep reminding myself that there is a reason I'm doing this because I want to be the person that I needed in my life when I was a younger child. Mm -hmm. I want to be the person that, you know, shows another woman, oh my gosh, I'm okay just the way I am. Yeah. And that helping that one person is so key to every one of our businesses. Yes, we can't help multiple people if we're not helping that one person and talking to that one person, which is, you know, one of the big reasons why we all harp so much on what's your target market. Right. <laughs> if you don't know your target market, you can't talk to her. Yes. You can't reach her. You can't grab a hold of her. You know, you can't message directly to her. And, you know, you're in the body positivity, but there's plenty of us in in other niches as well that, you know, it's hard because when you're being authentically you, you're open. Yes. So speaking of the being authentic and showing up, you know, authentically. So several years ago, I co-owned a business with, well, Val, you know her, our friend Kelly. And it was a faith-based business. Yes, I'm a Christian. And I swear, I cuss. I do a lot of things that other Christians say a Christian shouldn't do. So I literally was pretending to be an entirely different person because of this faith-based community. And I remember the breaking point. It's when you're not showing up as yourself, as your authentic self, it is so, I don't even know the word that I'm trying to think of, but I was... It just was not good, No, (laughs) but I remember the very specific moment that I knew it is time to let this go and show up as myself. I went to a concert with a friend and it wasn't even like a band that I really enjoyed. The whole point of going was I wanted to hang out with my friend. It was Mm -hmm. about being with a friend. So I had shared some pictures about it. And it mentioned, you know, the concert that we were at. And one of the people from the faith-based community that I was friends with on Facebook, they looked up that band and they came at me in a Facebook instant message, direct message, whatever you want to call it, telling me that I cannot be a leader in a faith-based community if I'm going to go to a concert like that. And, you know, you can't do this and you can't do that and blah, blah, blah. In that moment, I was like, I'm done. I. I'm so done. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And from that moment, when I talked to Kelly and I let her know, you know, I'm selling this 
because I think at that point I had actually been running that business by myself. I think Kelly had stepped back or I had bought it from her. It's been several years, but like from that moment, I made a decision that anything that I do from that point forward, if I could not be 100% Tisha, I was not doing it. Yeah. And since that and stepping into what I do at shiningself.com, holy crap, like you literally, when you're being yourself, you attract your tribe. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's so much better. But I mean, I still go back and forth. And then I'm I I talk about, I mean, you've you've known me for a while. I talk about being yourself and your personality and owning your personality. But just like the fact that I don't own the body I'm in 100 percent of the time. It doesn't mean I'm 100% confident all the time and be yep. totally showing up either. <laughs> yep. Well, like I said, I mean, that post that I recently made, you know, I told my community, I feel like a hypocrite because here I have been inspiring, encouraging you all to love yourself just the way you are. But here I am over here silently struggling with literally hating everything about my body right now. And it's a. Uh, I mean, our conversations are usually pretty ironic anyways, because I just sent an email out a couple of days ago. And as soon as I sent that email out, because I was I was talking about me the entire time and, and what I was going through and just the mental space I'm in and the questioning and, and all of that. And I opened an email and in that email, the coach was talking about not sharing your journey so much. And I immediately went, oh, shit, I did that. And then I'm like, well, who, who, I, I couldn't even tell you who it was now that I opened that email. I, hopefully I deleted them, but I was like, really? Here I was sharing with my community. This is what I do. And I immediately opened an email. I went, oh, that was the wrong thing to do. I'm like, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't yeah. at all. <laughs> Cause I want the people that are attracted to me. Yes. And I love that you point that out, Val, because I was really worried. Like I had started writing that post. I had deleted that post. I rewrote it. I deleted it because I was like, I can't share this. Like mm -hmm. I can't turn around and tell my community I'm struggling with my body right now when everything else I do is like, oh, you know, you got to love those flabby arms and you got to give your belly some love. But the moment that I shared that and what I love about my community is sometimes I'm like, why won't they just leave like a public comment? You know, why do they like inbox me and not share? Uh -huh. And it's because they just don't feel safe sharing some of the stuff that they share with me publicly. Yeah. But I received so many inbox messages about, oh, my gosh, thank you for just being real and sharing that because it just makes me feel so much more connected to you knowing that, yeah, you're all about teaching us to love ourselves and you're struggling. Yeah. So it was just like, that was such the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, and I'm thankful that they all like did reach out to you because that's yeah. going to help encourage you for next time. It's like, yes, I'm going to share my great days, but I'm also going to share my not so great days because this is life. And you're a lifestyle blogger. Yep. People don't want the Instagram perfect because they can't connect with Instagram perfect. So one thing I would say about that is, I guess it would 
also kind of depend on like the market that you're in. So Val, with what you do, you know, you're, you're sharing your like off days, your bad days. Like, I think that totally fits, but let's say, for example, it's a million dollar real estate person. Their community probably wouldn't really connect with them if they're, I mean, I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but what I'm trying to say is there, there probably is a good time and like a not good time mm-hmm. to share things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there are some some markets that are, you know, and especially when you grab the real estate one, I would say that, yes, that's definitely one uh, that's just more of the positive because everybody wants that to be a positive, upbeat experience. Yeah. So that would definitely be one. I think for me, what happens and yeah, I'm talking on Instagram, <laughs> but it's just it's my experience when I'm following so many other coaches that it's fake as fuck. Yes. And they're only talking about all of the great stuff that's going on and yep. like they've overcome it and they don't deal with it anymore. And it's like, that's such bullshit that you're leading other people down this lie. Yeah. And I love that we're talking about this because for me personally, when I'm following somebody, when it's all, you know, unicorns and rainbows and everything's so amazing and oh, I'm making six figures and, you know, I'm taking the vacations of my dream. Okay, that's awesome, but freaking share some of the shit that you went through to get to that point. Like yeah. I connect more with a person if they share like the real stuff that is going on. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that's where the lesson is. That's where I'm going to learn from them. Yes. Or you know, even if the lesson is, okay, I can get through this season. Yeah. Right now. Right now this sucks. It sucks for other people, which is, you know, one of the things that I usually like to share. It's like, we're going to have seasons and shit's going to suck. Yeah. But (laughs) there's hope on the other side. And guess what? The horrible shitty thing is we're probably going to go through something else that sucks again. Exactly. (laughs) It's just going to happen. And it's not a negative if we're if we're like, okay, it's just here it is again. Or or here's the new thing. You know, we're going to deal with this and knowing your personality helps for, you know, the marketing and all of that as well, because I'm a sharer, obviously, that's why I have the podcast. You're a sharer as well. Yes, <laughs> You're definitely a sharer. I would. I am I would such say. an open book. <laughs> and it's just because that's the way I process. And I so, OK, going back to trolls on the other end of that spectrum, I was never prepared for the fact when like my dad and my mom found like my social media account. I think that's the worst. Oh my God. Yes. Because <laughs> anytime worst. now, like I share something on like my Facebook page or something, my mom will like call me and she'll be like, why did you share that? Yeah. And it's just like that. Yeah. Like I love my parents, but like it was really bad the day that my dad found my Facebook page. Because I was like, oh, my God, 90% of the stuff that I talk about and share in my journey and everything I'm going through, my dad has no clue. Yeah. (laughs) So it was almost like, I don't know what's worse, the trolls or having parents and family follow me on social media. I'm not I don't have the troll issue as as bad, but I freak out when local people (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and I do not know why. I can't even analyze it to why because it's just like a constant thing. I get almost embarrassed sometimes when somebody's talking and they'll be positive. It'll be a positive conversation and they'll be like sharing with somebody and they're just like, oh yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. And Val does that. And I'm just like, okay. 
you know, it's like, then I'm like, who the hell, who'd you just become? What happened? Yeah, that's awesome that you mentioned that because I think back to, you know, when I was, before I moved out here to the West Coast, when I lived back in like my small town, would I have been willing to share the things that I share? Because in that small town, everybody knew everybody. But yeah. also, if I had not moved out here to the West Coast, I wouldn't be in the body positivity space and I wouldn't be, you know, where I am at today. So yeah. I probably wouldn't have had to worry about opening up and sharing if I was still back there. I know the changes, it really does help. Yes. In, in a, a big way. And it's too bad that that is what it takes sometimes. But I know when we moved here three years ago to the new house, it was like a giant refresh, not yep. a fully recreate who I am, but I mean, so much other stuff. Well, and that's why you were in a different space as well. When you made that move, you had a lot of other growth going on. Holy cow. Oh, a ton oh of growth going on. <laughs> I, I feel like I finally started living my life four years ago when I moved out here to the West Coast yeah. because I... Because it's the best coast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, well, you've known me for years, so you've seen the change and the growth, but mm -hmm. I, I have some recovery friends, and I don't think we mentioned this, but I'm also an alcoholic who's been sober for eight years now. Woo! But I had some re recovery friends back in Michigan and they were like, oh, my God, girl, if we would have known like you coming out of your shell, all it took was you to like move out there. We would have kicked you out of Michigan a long time ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the growth was happening before you moved. That's why it was. I mean, I was. I was starting to do like a lot of the inner work and stuff, but it really, I don't, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe there's a reason I met my man when I was out here, because I think that was just setting the foundation for the move a couple years later. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we probably should probably keep this conversation. We can have another conversation down the road. Yes. You know, I love what you're doing because I feel like you're doing it definitely authentically, but you are doing it right with it actually being positive. Oh, thank you. So I, I love you. Thank you for coming on here. And is there anything you want to leave my listeners with? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so many things, but I'll just say one. You really are beautiful. You are okay just as you are. Try to just look in the mirror and start accepting. If you can't love what you see in the mirror, just start accepting that your body is beautiful the way it is right now in this moment. I'll see why Tish is always in my head. <laughs> I just use her voice to talk nice to myself. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Tish. And everyone, if you want to get to know Tish even more, I'm going to have all of her stuff in the show notes so you can follow her. And I appreciate you, Tish, for being here. Awesome. I'm so glad that you had me on today, Val. I've so enjoyed the conversation. All right, everyone. I will talk at you next week. Thanks for listening to Valful Volume. I can't wait to talk with you again, and I'd love to bring you more information even quicker. So if you are ready to move past your crap and be less in your head, I'm ready to coach you. An excellent first step is joining us in the Boss Mindset Membership. You can find it at valselby.com slash join dash membership. That's valselby.com slash join dash membership. Now go out there and create the biz of your dreams.